Hello, everybody. Uh, no Emily this week, so it's just me and Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, two things here. Yeah, first, first we were uh, we put out a call. I was like wondering what you guys want to hear more from us. So we there's some stuff, other stuff that we're into um, was something that you guys were were interested in us talking about. Um, but also, uh, Twitter user Ufu Fufu, I like Ufu Fufu. Threw us a TikTok, which threw me down a huge TikTok trend uh, on Twitter. Of uh, people just saying that uh, "Dear Maria" by All Time Low, uh, the pop punk song, you know, "Dear Maria, Count Me In," uh, sounds like an anime theme song, <laughs> which is true. It is true. Um, okay, I also just this is sort of a tangent. Mm-hmm. Hey, Does All Time Low mean anything to you? You mean like the band? Yeah, like like from an emotional standpoint. Sure, or like any standpoint, in any way. Not really. That that band was never one of my bands. And it's wild, because like, right. I will be honest, huge. until recently, and then like a little bit until this evening, mm-hmm. I kind of thought All Time Low was a boy band. No, no, they're like an actual yeah. real band. And they're like, a, like the what I thought they were was like, one of those boy band, one of those bands that came out of like a Disney Channel TV show. Sure, sure, and sure, sure. I don't know why I thought that, but um, yeah, because and they, they were sound like, like that. Is the reason, no, no, but like they're they're way more like Fallout Boy or whatever, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like totally they're, um they're they're concurrent with Fallout Boy, and it's like right. Well, that's just like wild to me. They're very alternative press magazine. Yeah. Is what they are. So, totally. for the, so <laughs> we should probably explain why we are so concerned about this is because Tim and I both come from the punk scene. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, um, we listened to a lot of and played in punk bands growing up. And yeah. Generally stayed, like, around or, like, in or, you know, just sort of in the general vicinity of the punk scene until now. Yeah, like we still go see shows and that kind of stuff. So it's it's weird that a band that is as influential and big as All Time Low, who's ostensibly a punk band, well, pop punk band, but yeah, yeah. And but I like, don't mean pop punk is a derogatory term either. I love pop punk, but like, yeah, but no, I mean like you listen to it, and I'm not like I'm not trying to be like, oh, this band's not pop punk because they definitely are. Right. It's just like like a. Isn't there a band called like uh, Gym Class Heroes? Is that a band? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's a band. Yeah. They're also a pop punk band. Is Gym Class Heroes the one that has like a rapper? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I, I think they're a pop punk band. Sure. They're another one of those bands that like was totally like uh, um at the same came out at the same time as other like pop punk that I totally like listened to and still listen to. And Wait, Gym Class Heroes was on was on Fueled by Ramen. <laughs> so it was all time low. Like like this is all stuff that like, and I love a lot of fucking Fueled by Ramen bands. Like yeah, I, I'm I am personally a huge fan of Paramore. I fucking love Paramore. Yeah, like, Paramore's I, good. I've had I've had like sort of a reawakening to, to Paramore as of late, um, especially in that most recent record because um, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. But like, but if you, but like. So yeah, like All Time Low was on the same label as like as bands that we love, like Less Than Jake, uh, Jimmy Eat World, uh, to a certain degree. I I really like Fall Out Boy. 
um, stuff, you know, stuff like that, where it's just like, these are bands that I, 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 I really like and yeah. have always really liked. Yeah. Um, and so it's just weird that like, it, it's one of those things where we just sort of missed them. Yeah. And like, I don't even know why, I guess it's like pre Spotify. Like, sure. You didn't you discover bands except by like torrents. Or Dude, your friends. They're on the same level as li- or same label as Lifetime. <laughs> like, this, like if we're going by labels, like Fuel Boy Ramen is one of those that yeah, but like but again, yeah, it's legit. It, it's 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 stuff that you and I, in terms of like our circle of the punk scene, we probably I, I don't think intentionally necessarily, but we look kind of we're above bands that were on the cover of Alternative Press. Yeah, or at you least I, mean? I guess maybe we were in 2007, and now it's like maybe I'd like to think we've evolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but to, yeah, of course we've become adults and yeah. like Paramore now. Yeah, and I, yeah, no, totally. And like I've I've been on a huge revisiting of Green or Green Day, both Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two as of late. Yeah, um, because they're both fucking great bands, and I I, I have the. I have the strong opinion that Blink-182 is the most influential band of the last 30 years, um, which is an argument that I would make not here, but at some point. <laughs> um, if, you, if you look at uh, if you look at the, the influence across multiple genres, Blink-182 is almost inarguably the most influential band of the last 30 years. That, that's um, right. I'm sticking to that. More influential than Nirvana? More influential than Green Day? I'm trying, And I'm talking rock bands here. Yeah. Um, what what does influential mean in this case? So like if you take if you take like this is, we went off on a huge tangent here. We're gonna um, get zero listeners to this, but it's, it's fine. It's we, can, we can have this conversation. Okay, this, is, this is us. Um uh if you yeah, if you guys want to hear the dumb shit that Tim and I talk about a lot, like here you go. Um This is pretty much our conversations while yeah, uh, online, yeah. But if you look at it in terms of like what rock bands sound like now, in terms of mm-hmm. like the ones that get into get onto like TikTok or whatever. A lot of them sound a lot like mid-era Blink-182. Yeah. So I'm talking like self-titled era. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, if you listen to a lot of like emo rap and like SoundCloud rap, those are just Blink-182 songs. Mm-hmm. And like that's the Travis Barker influence. Yeah. And so like the way that they – and also in terms of like uh, aesthetic, that era is also extremely influential from them. Mm-hmm. Um like a, I I would make a very strong argument that Blink One Eight Two has it has influenced more people aesthetically, sonically, whatever you want to make the argument for. Uh, in Gen Z, Gen Z people who are now making art and now coming up and becoming the most you know prominent uh, makers of art in this day and age, um, their Blink One Eight Two is the, is much more influential than like Nirvana. Or, oh, absolutely! Fucking absolutely! Or like Green do you, Day. Do you think that's like conscious? I, I to like, a do you certain think degree, yeah. I would, I would say so. Kids listen to Blink One Eight Two. It's this. It's the self-titled record. It's just the self-titled album. Like even it, still, like yeah, I would say. Or or like you know, you look at the. Or it's it's people that listen to people who listen to a lot of Blink One Eight Two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like, even if you look at like uh, 
fourth wave emo, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of mid era Blink One Eight Two influence and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, and like what folk punk became after you and I start sort of lost interest in it. Um, I've come around on folk punk. I'm back. <laughs> You're back. You're back into it. Yeah, I was listening to Defiance Ohio last week. Oh, oh yeah. I I'm not sure I listen up. to it every day, but yeah. But um, I would recommend revisiting. Okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll check out Defiance Ohio. Yeah. Um. Again, those. Oh God, what was that? Oh, that band? The Home is that put out that record. I really like it. I know you, you're not crazy about it. Mm. Um. But like, there's a ton of that. There's a ton of Defiance Ohio influence in there. Yeah. Um. And I see this. Uh, this guy. Uh. This. Uh. Snow Ellet. I seen the other day has a, just an enormous amount of uh, Blink One Eight Two influence. Um. So yeah, the moral of the story here. Back and bring it back all the way back to anime. Is when you guys are talking about like this pop punk band that is like, oh yeah, this could be this could be an anime opening. I, when 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 uh, Fufu sent that to me, or sent that to our Twitter feed, uh, I was just like, this just any any band that I listened to during that era could have been an anime opener. Yeah, it's um, that's something that like like growing up, you know, and yeah. watching anime on. Uh, Toonami. Mm-hmm. Um, their theme songs were never what anime theme songs are now. And mean? I'm always blown away like by how good some of the music um, sure. in anime theme songs is. And like like, you know, whatever we've talked we were talking about uh Fighting Dreamers and mm-hmm. um Haruka Kanaza. Mm-hmm. Um, great songs. Great songs. Just good. Just great songs. Just great fucking songs. And like. Um, also, we know that Fighting Dreamers is called Go, but it's. It, yeah. The, the song's called Fight Dreamers. Um, and there's like a there's like a My Hero Academia end song that's like sure. fucking incredible. Like I like looked it up on Spotify and listened to it occasionally. I, nice. I never sent it to you. I'll send it to you after this. Okay. I what it's called. Um, but. Yeah, it's, like, super interesting because, like, I don't know, like, I remember the Dragon Ball Z rap theme song. <laughs> yeah. And that being, like, what anime theme songs were to me. Sure. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just interesting to see, like, what what they actually tend to be these days and how much it aligns with our music taste. But also, interestingly, how little that seems to have, like... Um, uh, shed off onto the anime community, rubbed off. You mean know? like in terms of like listening to like that style of pop punk? Yeah, or just like pop punk in general. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I would, I would wonder if it has an influence on sort of like the Asian punk scenes, mm-hmm. um, because it, I, I, you know, I've, I've recently. Here's another tangent. I've recently been ex- really, really exploring a lot of like a lot of the emo and and punk music coming out of uh, out of Asia right now. Um, yeah, and specifically Korea uh, is where I've been exploring a lot. So like bands like Haiki and like uh, Doxy and like all that good stuff. Um, and and it, you, I think you can kind of hear a lot of that influence in there. Probably I don't know if it comes from anime. <laughs> I have no idea. Mm. Um, but I mean, like you know, stuff like even out of Japan, like uh, oh god, what's that band? Uh, Sakura and Zensen. Um, where it's just like this sounds like anime music, anime rock openers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It also sounds like the hives, which I think is fucking cool because I love the hives. Um, but like, but I do wonder how much of an influence it has, or if it's just sort of seen as like, it's just anime opener music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I I would not be I would not be willing to drop any conjecture there. But like, but wonder if, I do wonder if it's like how we see a lot of ska music as just like commercial music now. Mm-hmm. The only time you hear ska on the television. <laughs> is in commercials yeah or, or when like, something is supposed to be said in the 90s right like every once in a while like a, a sitcom will reference the 90s and they'll be like ska it's like that happened in like uh-huh. Brooklyn 99 yeah and it, and it's like it's it's a punchline at this point and i wonder i wonder if that has something to do with it you know though like one of the things that always strikes me in like american tv Mm-hmm. Is you'll occasionally hear like a really great song, um, uh-huh. and it's clear that like someone in the production department of that show like has really good taste, right? I, uh, I, um, we were and watching, that doesn't rub off. Yeah, Sorry, I, we were watching Mayor of Easttown last mm-hmm. night, the first episode of that, which is really good, by the way. Um, but there's a band in that show that plays a cover of a Mannequin Pussy song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, 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 and I love that mannequin pussy record. Um, sorry for saying that word twice. Um, yeah, but like it's the name of the band. Um, I love that album, and it, it, it was, it threw me off because I was like, I know that song, like what the fuck, and it sounded a lot like the song. They played it really well, um, but it, it threw me off to the point where like, I had to look it up, like look it up by the lyrics. I was like, what is this? What is this song? And I looked it up mm-hmm. and I figured it out. And it's like, that's one of my like top 10 most listened to albums of the last five years. Probably. I love that album. Um, but like, it, it's weird to hear it in a TV show. Cause it's sort of disconnected yeah. from the, the normal context, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just that like, uh, you know, all it takes is one person to be like, why don't we do this song? Right. And, you know, their director or whatever going like, I don't give a shit, right? Like, yeah. The, I mean, slightly different thing, but like, you know, whoever picked the music for the Tony Hawk remakes, like, <laughs> picked the right music. It's um, the, 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 the dudes, the dudes got it, man. That PQ, PQ, PQ song got mm-hmm. it. The boys. Such a good song. It's so um, good. But, I don't know. And then, but that that doesn't, like, necessarily, like, reach the broader culture. Right. Um, so I, I'm expecting, well, I don't know. I guess I would say I'm expecting it to be the same with, like, great anime theme songs. But that's so much broader, you know? Like. Yeah. Like, fucking, like, Iron-Blooded Orphans, the Gundam show has, like, this theme song that sounds like a Junior Battles song. And, like, you it's were, fucking incredibly good. I, I was trying to remember that the other, the other day, because you, like, was it, did you send me that originally? I did, yeah. And, yeah, because you're like, this is a Junior Battles song. And I listened to it, and I was mm-hmm. like, it, it's the, it is a Junior Battles song. Um, if, uh, if you know what theme song I'm talking about, listeners, or you have any interest in, uh, the music that we're talking about, go listen to Junior Battles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out it. to Junior Battles and shout out to 155 Pod, who's <laughs> the dude from Junior Battles. Um, 
But anyway, yeah, it's like, so I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, because across many disparate shows, it's not just, like, the music department of one show has, like, a person with good music taste on it that's, like, clear that um, this is, like, a broad thing of using, like, pop punk. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that, that's sort of what I wanted to get to, is, like, where did we, at what point did anime decide that pop punk was sort of like I mean I get why pop punk would be sort of like the uh the like the go-to style for this genre of anime mm-hmm. because I mean for for a variety of reasons and but first of all it, like primarily it's because it's it is upbeat energetic music mm-hmm. that uh that gives a bit of like aggression but I mean this is this is why we got into it in the first place right it, it it's it's catchy music that is aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of anime, especially for stuff that's like, uh, shonen. like shonen stuff or like stuff that's centered around war or centered around fighting in general, like that you you want to have aggressive music, but you don't want to have a music that's so aggressive that it turns people off. Mm-hmm. And so like pop punk is sort of like the perfect vessel for that. I mean, that, like if you listen to green day, right? Like, sort of like the prototypical pop punk band. Um, it's pissed off music. It's angry music, right? Mm-hmm. But it's catchy. Yeah. Um, it's like, you couldn't put like, I don't know, fucking punch mm-hmm. or like, I don't know, who's another really gnarly hardcore band? Uh, Limp Wrist. You can put Limp Wrist in there. Mm-hmm. For, I mean, you can't put Limp Wrist in there for other reasons too, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, heavy shit like that you could you couldn't do that yeah. because it, it wouldn't it would turn people off mm. so you have to you have to stick to pop punk yeah but like i, I do i am curious to see like obviously go uh by flow that's a huge song like you, you because i love that song because this is the way my brain works of course i immediately like was like oh i want to see them play this live and i was like youtube it and uh they, the crowd is crazy. They're huge, mm-hmm. and they all know the song. They all know all the words, and they all they have like you know motions that they that that go along with it, and it's fucking sick. Um, and so I wonder if ever I wonder how we could probably look this up. You know, we probably could have done some research here, but uh, oh, to- totally, but come on, we would be asked if we yeah, did yeah. some research. But like, I wonder how how the process of being selected as an anime theme song is. Like, yeah. what's up with that? I'm curious about that too. We should have done some research beforehand. Maybe, the, well, um, yeah, we're not <clears throat> we're not that smart. I mean, that's like a music department well, somewhere. Yeah, and I, I assume there's either like licensing deals with these record labels. Is probably the like super boring answer. Like, fucking like. Sunrise owns the same record label yeah. and just like uses the music, which is probably the boring real answer. But um, I remember like uh, 10 or so years ago at this point, um, there was like a Pepsi commercial, maybe, and it used a Bouncing Souls song. Do you remember this? Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Um, and it was basically like, some guy who worked at the ad agency really liked the Bouncing Souls and sure. called them and was like, can I use this song in my commercial? And they were like, fuck it, why not? Um, 
So, I don't know. Maybe that's how this happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's probably more likely the uh, conglomeration of entertainment businesses into uh, mega corporations that results in it. So, I I actually just looked it up. Anime News Network. um, Mm -hmm. And my news site has a column called Answer Man. Um, where somebody had asked, you know, what, how, how, how are anime opening and ending themes chosen? And it's in some cases, the director will go into a product. This is by uh, Justin Savakis. Uh, I, I apologize if I butchered your name, but um, in some cases, the director will go into a project already wanting a certain existing song, so then they just license it. Um, that's how you get English artists sometimes. Uh, but more often than not, uh, the you're you're absolutely right. Uh, it, it is a uh, it, it's usually like a, a conglomerate. So like Bandai Visual owns Lantis, which is a record label, and Anaplex is owned by Sony Music Japan. Um, so it's, they just it's sort of so grab songs fucking from depressing. That. <laughs> it's a little yeah. sad. All, everything is just, it all rolls up into like nine companies. Like, I'm, I mean... You know, I guess our political persuasions are pretty, <laughs> pretty much a matter of podcast record at this point. But like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's fucking. Like, it's like you just look hard enough at anything, and it's like, oh, Sony or Samsung or right, uh, Alphabet or Apple or whatever. Right. It's just like God. I mean, even even like. Even like the the record label that we were talking about earlier, Fueled by Ramen is is a it's a subsidiary of Warner. Of course, like even even like these quote unquote indie record labels are still subsidiaries most stuff mm-hmm. most of the time, unless they're big enough in which they in case they become sub pop. Um, yeah, but like well, sub not is sub pop owned by somebody? I don't even know. No, I don't think so. Um, fine, merge. Um, even if, yeah. if Sub Pop is owned by somebody, uh, they are not owned by anybody. Nope, nope, nope. Just kidding. Sub Pop, 49% Warner. Warner. Mm-hmm. Um, merge. Uh, Fine. Like, merge records. Whatever. Uh, or uh, fucking Connor yeah, or label. Whatever. Or Side One Dummy. Side One Dummy. Yeah, there's one. Perfect. Um, Connor was label Side So anyone, basically anyone wondering, uh, it, because I'm not an anime nerd, if they're wondering if I'm still a nerd, here's the conversation for you. Um, Just a different kind. This is the kind of. Here's another side track. Side track. Um, so the League of Legends. Tim and I both have played League of Legends on and off for fuck what a decade at this point. Um, how long has the game been out? Yeah. Roughly that long. Yeah. Uh, and watching, and I, you know, I currently work in e- the esports world, um, and I used to work at Riot and the whole thing. Um, but R- R- League of Legends has a has taken a lot of influence from anime in the way that they produce themselves, and in, in that they also like have a bunch of. Well, I mean, first of all, they have a literal K-pop group, which I know is not anime, but like, let's be real, um, mm-hmm. it's it's that influence. Um, there's you know they they have they take a lot of anime influence from their skins and and art and all that good stuff but uh but one of the things that they do that isn't directly anime focused but it, it's clearly pretty influenced by uh is a heavy their heavy metal band called pentakill mm-hmm. um which pentakill played the band the, the 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 people who actually play in pentakill played at the league of legends sp- of the lcs spring finals this year 
and it made me really happy because everybody up there was just like the dadliest dad. <laughs> and and it's and and this is something that I want I want to be clear about. Uh, they they. Uh, When we're talking about like heavy music and like alternative music and you know punk music or whatever it may be, everybody involved in those scenes is not fucking cool. No, it's just a bunch of dorks, and it, and you yeah. get into those scenes because you're a dork. <laughs> it's always funny, like in uh, like TV shows or whatever, when you have like a punk person, yeah. and it's like they're like cool. Or whatever. And it's like, that's not what this is about. Or who any of the people are that right. listen to or play in any of these bands. Like, the vast majority of, like, sort of, like, power metal style bands. Like, you know, anything influenced by Dragon Force. Yeah, fucking nerds. They're just a bunch of dads. Yeah. And and punk kids are kids that, like, weren't cool enough to do drama. <laughs> you know? Or, like, weren't talented enough. Whatever mm. it might be. Like, and so, like, what I'm saying is we're all one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it made me really happy to see that. And, like, and I, and I think that might have also have something to do with the, the fact that, uh, I think it might have something to do, some some influence over the fact that pop punk is so prevalent in, in, in anime. Because a lot of the people that are creating this, quote unquote, nerdy work are also probably influenced by that scene and have, and may have come from it, you know? Um, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. I'm not sure that I like fully agree. And obviously I don't know. Right. I don't know for sure either. Japan versus us. Yeah. Culture, but like, you know, it's just so much less true here in the U S. Um, and I don't know what that means. Right. Like, I don't know if, pop punk and anime have a broader overlap in Asia. They might, um, yeah, I have no idea. But and I guess that doesn't say anything about the creators of it. Um as again, it's a different being on the, the creative side of a work is different than being on the consumption side. <laughs> That's true. Um and often draws different people. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would be curious to see if there's how much overlap there is. I mean, I, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I I would be willing to bet, at least in the United States, that 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 anime drew a not insignificant portion of people into punk rock because of the music. Um, yeah, I mean, of our sample size of. The three of us uh-huh. plus uh, Reed. Uh-huh. Um, that's a four out of four. Yeah, there's there there it is. <laughs> but you know, it is four out of four uh, into underground and independent music, DIY music, um, in various forms. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny. I was thinking about like I was, I was thinking about that the fact that like of the like independent music, pop punk is kind of the one that maybe we. M- miss emily on the most though we are we yeah. have a shit to be clear emily and us and tim and i have a shit ton of overlap in terms of like music taste um, yeah but emily is but much yeah. more massive just than we are 
She's, her her music taste. She gives up on the poppy stuff and joins us on heavier stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, also, she's smarter than us, so therefore she gets into math stuff. <laughs> We're just idiots. Um, anyway, do we have anything else to say about this? Like, what, I feel like I, I, had, uh, I feel like I had something else uh, to say about this. But I I'm gonna make an "I'm old" comment that is a complete non sequitur. Not a complete non sequitur. Uh, a couple of years ago, I saw Green Day. Mm-hmm. Taylor was gonna go and was sick. So he gave me his ticket. Thank you. Um, so I went to Green Day. Was that the reason? And I think so. Eh, whatever. And you might have been out of town or something. I'm uh, always forgetting about trips that I have and then be, buying tickets at concerts. That's a, that's a pretty uh, consistent thing for me. Yeah, it is. But um, anyway, they uh, said they were going to play an old song. Oh, no. I know. They played... Uh, Jesus of Suburbia. Oh no! And I was like, God, that to me is like a fucking ladder era Green Day song. But yeah, that's a new. It is closer to Green Day's um, origin than it is to today. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean that that song Um, came out or that album came out when we were in high school, right? American Day. Yeah, yeah. It's like two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand five. Maybe we can pick this up. Four, maybe. Let's, see. let's, find, um, let's find out. 2004. I feel wow, the same way about Blink 182's self titled, uh, which was 2003. Right. I I, I was corrected the other day in, in calling that late era Blink 182, but that's in fact mid era Blink 182. Yeah, they've released just as many albums afterwards as before. And it was so many years ago. Anyway, I just felt old. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. Gonna play some old stuff. And I was like, ew. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they play stuff off of, like, I don't know. They, 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 they have to play stuff, like, I don't fucking know, like, 2000 Light Years? They probably play 2000 Light Years, right? No. They don't play 2000 Light Years anymore? I don't think so. Shit. They played, um, I don't know. This was so long ago. They played some, you know, obviously they play a bunch of stuff off Dookie. Right. Yeah, you gotta play stuff um, off Dookie. I don't even know if they played anything off of... Uh... Is, that, is that album called Warning? No, it's not. There is an album called? called Warning. Is there? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they played anything off of that. It's definitely just Warning. Um, but yeah, it was like mostly like... Uh, later things so like american idiot i mean they're great green day's a fucking great band live oh yeah but well it's supposed to see them. We we're, we we're supposed to go see them last summer i know maybe one day so speaking of that and we'll close out on this um everyone every the, the big thing the big tiktok thing up until the anime opening thing about dear maria count me in uh, oh, this is like a thing on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, broader so, than that. Okay. So, 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 uh, Fufu sent us a video of somebody playing that song to an anime opening, right? Mm-hmm. There's tons of these to various anime openings. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he did it, or the one that he sent us was uh, My Hero Academia. Um, but it, you know, people have done it in Naruto, people have done it, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, but prior to that, there was a 
a a meme where a guy would be in the car driving next to whoever and would scream it mama was never a phase and then get into that song right mm-hmm. and it was like oh emo is not a phase this is, and 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 i realized that like that's a band that people are nostalgic for now <laughs> and, and but like nostalgic for in a way that is like they weren't there in the first place you know what i mean mm-hmm. um in a in a way that you and i would be for for dookie era green day yeah. We weren't there. We were I was six years old when that album came out. Yeah. Um But I still fucking love that album. But it, I got into it later in life. Um and of course there's some people who are actively nostalgic for when it came out. But like but that that's what made me feel old. Mm-hmm. Was the fact that, that that song by that band that song oh shit. It's just another one that we should look up. Uh what when, when did that album come or when did that song come out? It's 2007. 2007. So, like, that was after... God, that was on Hopeless Records? Ugh. Really? Um, um, but uh, th- that was a song that, I, when it came out, I heard it and was like, oh, this is kind of just, like, derivative of, like, so much other stuff that I had already gotten past. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's... It w- it was watered down Blink One Eighty Two, which was Blink One Eighty Two was already watered down skate punk. Yeah, um, which I have since corrected because I, as I've said before, I think Green Day is one of the best bands or Blink One Eighty Two is one of the best bands of all time. Um, yeah, but of course, uh, I understand that everyone we all at the time, and I feel like I can generally speak for people our age, mm-hmm. felt like we got over Blink One Eighty Two, and then about. Six years later, like, Absolutely. realized we weren't. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically what I'm saying is uh, just, I don't know, pick better bands. <laughs> no, that was fun. That bit's fun. That's not- that song better than I, I mean, again, I remember, like, like, that song was not unfamiliar to me, but I would never have associated it with All Time Low, who, again, I thought were, like, uh, um, like a a poppy boy band, sure, sure. Um, Just uh, ma- yeah. match like Kid Dynamite songs that fucking I don't know Lifetime songs to anime. I don't know. Let's put some other pop. I mean, you could even be like, I don't know, like Promise Ring. Yeah, sure. That they're they're poppy. I love yeah. the Promise Ring. Or like like mid era, like like everything sucks, or even maybe even earlier. Like mid era descendant songs would probably work. Mm-hmm. Dirty Sheets as a fucking oh man oh oh that would rule. Dirty Sheets as a fucking anime theme. Oh, that'd kick ass. Do that. I like that our uh, our our pop punk mini app has run almost the full length of an episode. Well, it's, it's like I said, like I said, like if you want to talk about the shit that I'm nerdy about that we are nerdy about, this is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I didn't even get into Southern California pop punk. I just mentioned the Descendants. That's the first time we mentioned a SoCal band. I know, and we're from the SoCal first pop punk band. Well, Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, Blink One Eighty Two. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. Anyway, we should close this out. Yeah. Enjoy us talking about pop punk for thirty-five minutes. <laughs> I, 
I'm so curious how many people reached the end of this episode. If you reach the end of this episode, hit us uh, at our show podcast on Twitter and 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 yeah. give us your favorite pop punk band that you would like to see as an anime theme, and none of us will edit it because none of us have video editing experience. <laughs> <laughs> we should have we should have prepped and chosen that so we could throw a recommendation. I I, I just I just did I, I, uh, dirty sheets, man. By the descendants. Yeah. Well, but I should have prepped. Best Maybe we'll edit in one at the end here. You can't come up with a pop punk. Come up with a pop punk song right now. Right now. Hit me with another one. Hit me with another oh, one. Don't put me on the spot for a pop punk song. Um, with, with, like shit that we listen to like growing up. Yeah, I know. You you put me on the spot, and now I'm blanking on shit that I listened to when growing up. How about like D four? We got like No More Black, American uh, Steel, Lawrence Arms. I'm just on bands on top. No, none of these are. Uh, off with their heads or what I want uh, <laughs> off with their heads would be good um, you know I bet like I bet you could make a good anime opening out of a Ladderman song or two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. totally 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 an Erg song man <sighs> kick ass never bands. really liked the Ergs you're wrong I mean that's 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 an, I know. In, that's a, an incorrect opinion but that's fine I know you believe this yeah alright goodbye goodbye <laughs>